Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Igloo Review on Rookery Radio, Real College Radio. Our cool trap fight song is gone, so we had to improvise this morning. So we're using the actual one, which is, isn't as cool, but still is cool. Next week, we'll be performing it live. That's so right. We'll be performing the trap version live. <laughs> we almost had to. We almost had to resort to our, our, our own singing and torture our listeners to that. But welcome in, everyone. I hope everyone had a great weekend. It's been all right. The weather's been cool. I mean, quite literally cool. Um, so how was your weekend, Brian? How are you, my I, kind sir? I'm good. I got a little bit of rest after our trip down to Cincinnati. Which we'll, which we'll talk about in a bit. We'll talk about yes. that whole that whole thing. And but we'll, yeah, it's pretty much just a little recovery from the past month of like nonstop travel. Yeah. It's true. I listen. I love traveling, but I, I literally unpacked my bag from spring <laughs> from, from spring break. The next day, I pack it again for Cincinnati. That that's it. Do be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we'll ro- we'll recap the uh, YSU uh, base. Excuse me, YSU women's basketball season. Um, we'll wrap it up after the loss of Cincinnati, which we'll jump into in a little bit. We're going to talk about um, the YSU softball, how they're playing out of their freaking minds right now, uh, winning four in a row. And then baseball, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. We're, we'll talk about that and how how, uh, uh, how bad it is. They, they're playing baseball. They're, they're, tr- they're not even playing baseball. They're trying to play baseball. I don't even know where to start. I almost, I almost feel like it's an effort problem, which is bad. That's not good. If your players even look like they're trying. Now I wasn't there yesterday. I so was. I was there. I'll defer to you on the effort thing. Oh. I'm not going to question effort without seeing it. Oh no! And listen, I'm not one to like really watch baseball, but I uh, just listening to the people that have been around this team and around like the baseball organization for the, the last few seasons. Man, they they're they're even like. Boy, I don't know what this is. Like me, uh, like Rob, one of our other sports reporters, a fantastic photographer, was saying, he's like, "Boy, I wish I would have went to women. I wish I would have went to softball yesterday." And he's like, oh, "I wish I would have went to softball today." Instead, he came to the baseball game on Sunday, and uh, YSU got whooped like twelve to nothing or something, something that eight. bad, eight to nothing. It felt it felt worse. Um, the hits. Uh, Comparing both teams, the hits were like thirteen to two, no, thirteen to three on hits. Just Oakland absolutely out pitched them, out hit them, and the Penguins just looked very flat. But we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, <laughs> we're also going to talk Washington football. Chad Dallas stupid, stupid fast forty time. Um, not even a football player, but he's he's trying. He wants to play. No, that's that's a forty time that would have some football players jealous. Oh yeah, oh for sure. And then obviously the news that broke uh, yesterday in the NFL world, uh, recapping uh, does Rob Gronkowski's fantastic career, and um, then we'll just talk some NBA towards the end and maybe some March Madness. Some one month tournament. towards the NFL draft. Oh boy, one month away one today. Month. So uh, just just go ahead, just jump right into things, everyone. Um, get that meme going. Just we're gonna jump right into it, everybody. Uh, we're gonna start with uh, women's basketball. Man, they had the, the YSU women's had such a great season. They had such a good year. Um, and honestly, with it being a, a really bad loss to Cincinnati, they really played their hearts out and played and played great. They had a great no, game. Yeah, they played fantastic. It's just a matter of Cincinnati is a very good team. Like honestly, they. May I had a, cha- uh, a case for the tournament itself. 
like the larger yeah. tournament. But no, they played outstanding. Both teams played outstanding. It was a really good game. And stay tuned for this week's Jam Bar. I'll be doing not a eulogy, but a eulogy <laughs> of the season. Yeah, like a, 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 a wrap up. I yeah, guess you could say. yeah, season but wrap eulogy, up. Eulogy sounds better. I, I enjoy yeah. it. Um, sad to see it end, but it, it was a hell of a ride. Yeah, all good things must come to an end. Yep, that's for sure. Oh man, I I, I see somebody's been reading my stories. That's right. That was your first line. You can go read that story on the Jambo website. I read. You, I wrote it in the car. Yeah, you did on the way back. And uh, so we also discovered in this trip that I am terrible at booking hotels. Um, <laughs> we were on a dollar limit. I, I hit the dollar limit, but I probably could have done better. You could have done far better. <laughs> when Cincinnati's on the river and Kentucky is right across said river. Swimming distance. Oh, yeah. We were swimming distance from better, better hotels that we like. cheaper. Yeah, better and cheaper hotels. <laughs> it wasn't good. I'd messed up. Listen, that was the first time in my entire life I've ever booked a hotel. So I'm glad we even booked an actual hotel that had a room. Um, I was like, boy, I hope I didn't mess this up. Get to the hotel. They're like, oh, we don't have a room for you. I'm like, nice. We're not going to say which hotel, but no, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't Feel free good. to ask us at <laughs> underscore Brian Yager on Twitter.com. I will. Uh, oh, no. Disappointed. <laughs> a little disappointed. Uh, it, just, it just wasn't good. The city, the city of Cincinnati is all right, too. I've never really been there, walked around town, but it's okay. No, no, it's a nice city. We we joke we we I would, crack but no yeah. it's nice. Uh, I wouldn't say nice. I, I guess I'm a little more honest than you. Than I mean, uh, <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't nice. It was Cincinnati. It was the what? That's a perfect way to describe it because you know what? It was Cincinnati. It's gonna make it to the playoffs, then get knocked out in the first round. It's Cincinnati, <laughs> or you'd not even make the playoffs if you're Marvin or, Lewis. Yeah, if you're the Bengals. Oh, listen, all, here's the perfect way to describe what Cincinnati is. We went to the, the Bengals team shop, all right? We're walking around, and, like, in their display window, they have, like, one of these really cool mannequins of, like, in the uniform. I'm like, yeah, that looks cool. It was a nice little A.J. Green mannequin. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. And then Brian's like, oh, the poor jersey, it's sun-bleached. And me, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, the jersey snob. And I, I notice on the... Uh, AJ Green mannequin's left shoulder. The orange is yellow. The, the orange was it was completely faded. It it kind of hurt me a little bit that you left your jersey out in the sun that long to where it's completely was bleached. <laughs> it was it sad. Wasn't good. It's, it's sad. It made me sad. Yeah. Well, we also went to the the Reds team shop. It was nice. We also we it almost ex- it was expensive. It was very expensive. Very expensive. We almost walked away with some stuff that we had to walk away because because we did not have the money. No, nah, I didn't feel like losing a toe. That day, no, I would have had to sell my foot to get an on-field cap. Yeah, yeah. Well, how much was that? Well, how much was a cap? Uh, the hats were about fifty bucks. Jeez, just shy. That's T- t-shirts are just shy of fifty bucks. Yeah, they're all about forty. The yeah. one shirt I was gonna buy, I just wanted a big red machine shirt, and it would have cost you. you know, I would, I would have to lose an arm. Then what's yeah. the point of wearing a t-shirt? Jerseys, though, not as expensive as you would think. Yeah, it was all right. No, it, it was because they're expensive as it is. Yeah, they it was about ten dollars yeah. marked up from sticker price. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Whereas the hats and t-shirts were anywhere from twenty price, to thirty. Price gouging. Oh yeah. Well, when you're at the ballpark. Oh yeah, you have a few beers. You're like, why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm dumb enough to buy that. <laughs> Almost did that in Cleveland a few times. Oh really? I made the smart decision <laughs> to just go home and buy it. That's a smooth move. But let's let's actually talk basketball. Let's we're we're beating we're going around the bush on this. 
let's actually talk. Um, I'm going to pull up the stats from the season and um, from that game at Cincinnati. The seniors, though, for YSU absolutely closed out the year on a high note. The three of them, Allison Spolinski, um, Sarah Cash, and um, Belinda Trimmer, all combined for 46 points. 44. I think you need to retest your math. It's 44. Are you sure? Yes. That's why I'm not a math major. I'm the one that wrote the story. <laughs> Are I, you, I think I did the math like seven times. Cause it was, well, you could do it wrong seven times. <laughs> the amount of times we're gonna doesn't do, mean you did it we're right. We're going to do it right now. We're going to do it right now. So Allison Smolinski had 17. Cash had 12. And then Trimmer also had 17, which is 46 points, my dude. Check your stats. Hmm. Boom. All right. Well, I guess I need to make a phone call to get the article fixed. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because it was 44. Yeah, listen, no, the SIDs for women's basketball had 44 as well. I had to go back and look on Twitter. Well, I guess that's where I got the numbers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so 46 Anyways, <laughs> podcast is canceled. I was wrong, so math, we have to math put, is canceled. get the music. <laughs> Hit the go. music. Um, but, yeah, so they scored 46 points together, uh, and they've been playing how long together? Four years? Four or five years? Uh, Cash has been there for five years. Yeah, and then Spolinski... An all-timer for YSU. All-time Horizon, Horizon League. League all-time YSU. She is a legend yes. in her own right from the three-point line and I don't. Beyond. I don't believe they retire numbers, but if there were a number to retire from this team, it would, oh, yeah. be, it would be number two. For sure. And can't underestimate Melinda Trimmer's game. She played the best game of her career. That's the way to end it. Yeah. Honestly, that's the way to end it. That she entire went... senior class played like... They had much more to give. She went 7 of 14 from the field, 50% basically. Um, 3 of 3 from the line, 4 assists, and only 2 turnovers. Considering she had the ball like a lot, 2 turnover oh, turnovers yeah. is okay. That's okay. No, and it, it's a shame that she's a senior because she has really emerged as such a great player. Yeah. And it, it's a shame that it, like, that she really, really got her shot this year. Yeah, she did. Especially with such a small roster. Um, and to get into the next big issue for the season kind of ends on a sour note. Um, we're actually at the arena looking at the bench. We're like, I only count eight heads. We're missing someone. We're missing someone. There's normally nine, which is like we're like the magnificent nine getting us this far. But that we we missed. We're, we lost the body. And uh, news breaks yesterday that that body was lost because a Madison Mallory um, entered entered the transfer pool. So, very sad, very sad that she did end up transferring. But we have a special guest. I mean, we can't exactly be surprised. I mean, we've oh, kind no, of no, we've no, kind we of can't. been speculating about this um, for a while. No, I don't want to talk about it. Listen, I already was ranting about it. Yeah, so he's this, hosting the show. Yeah, he's hosting our new host. Uh, it's me. No, no, Brent's the trash can. That was the joke. Oh, thanks. Morgan Petronelli, editor in chief, is here. But back to the discussion about Massa Mallory. Um, so she ends up putting putting her name in for the transfer pool. She really wasn't getting the minutes that she probably probably deserved. I mean, she was on a full scholarship for a reason. Yes, I mean it just how it, it just happens that way. She full scholarship really didn't play much, and you would think she would play a little bit with a nine nine man roster. I mean, really, it it was just it just didn't work out the way it was supposed to because yeah. she she was supposed to be redshirted, but injuries came up, and mm-hmm. I mean, she obviously wasn't happy about not getting the playing time that she felt she deserved, which is fair. Yeah. I mean, and I can just say that I hope that wherever she decides to transfer to, 
Well, she, she, gets, she gets the more playing time, and she develops into the player that we thought she'd become at YSU. I agree. It, it is sad to see someone someone go, especially not be able to make it for like the last game. I mean, that's a yeah. whole other issue in itself. So, and I thinking back, I think there was might have been another another game that she didn't travel to. Yeah, which I mean, I get. Oh yeah, why miss classes if you're not gonna if you're not gonna be there not gonna to do play. anything or um you know participate and. Uh, put your best foot forward for the team, um, but back we we keep on the YSU trend in the women's sports. We'll talk about the softball team right now. Um, softball, my goodness, I've I made it to one of their games. You're the good luck charm, then. I guess, I guess so. I made it to one of the games on uh, what day was that? That would have been on Wednesday, the second game of the doubleheader. Um, where on Wednesday they played Kent State. Uh, they lost the first game. Ten to nothing in five innings, or like just ended early. End that one early. Ten uh, nothing in the second game. Uh, YSU won four to three. In a fantastic game. Very close to the chest and everything. Um, we'll pull up the box score here. <laughs> so, excuse you. I have, uh, the cough, I have the cough filter on. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, so Grace Grace Sia went. Uh, how'd she go? She did one of three from. From the from the <laughs> brides over here dying, but it's okay. I can't breathe. Um, he's a he's all right. We'll move on. We'll keep things going. Uh, but Lexi Zapatelli went one of one from the line. She ball uh she balled out for the uh, softball team, and as everybody really like put things together and uh, played really well, you had Gracia had a uh, had three RBIs off one hit. She had a home run, and. Uh, that really was enough for the the penguins to pull away and win it and then um dia Danny diggy i i'm so bad with names i'm so bad but she also had an rbi and why she won um 4 to 3 like i said over uh, kent state right there so uh and then the, the, like i said after that game they were a four game winning streak they beat oakland on saturday um also in a doubleheader they beat them the first game 4-2 and then the the next game, uh, the score of eight to four, and then Sunday, oh my goodness, it was an onslaught, fourteen to nine in a softball game. That is a lot of points. And uh, Gracia had a fantastic weekend for the Penguins. She was swinging at everything and hitting everything. Uh, so she had four RBIs, along with Nikki Sabini, also had seven, seven RBIs. She had a grand slam. Um, she had two hits. She went two for four at, at the uh, uh, at bat, and she had a, just had a fantastic game. So I can't wait to um, be calling some of these softball games coming up in the season. So I'm going to be um, in the middle of everything, so you can watch those on ESPN Plus, ESPN Three, and uh, so Tuesday night, the Tuesday game at five, I will be there calling, and then both games on Wednesday, I will also be calling. So I'll be in the middle of all of that. Tuesday, action. I will be at the uh, standball lecture with Eddie George. Ah, uh, what time is that? Is that six? That four. four. Ooh. So I I, be, I didn't know that. I probably won't be there. That's unfortunate. I was looking to go to that. But listen, I'd rather call a softball game. But Eddie George is pretty cool. I'm not an Ohio State guy. Neither are you. No. You're a it, Michigan fan, like, am, and you're very excited to meet Eddie George. I've, I've loved Eddie George my whole life. Yeah. One of my favorite players to watch as a kid. Yeah. It's yeah. I. I'll have to. I could give or take. I'll have to dig the Michigan stuff out of my closet. And, <laughs> Get a, are photo, gonna, are get a photo with him. That'd be funny. I don't think you would. Do you think you would hold up another part of the jersey to take a picture, or or is that a no-no? 
I don't Bro, think I don't think he touches. I'm not it. gonna I'm not gonna do that, Daddy George. He's like, can you hold can you hold my jersey, please? Yeah, so somebody else maybe, but I won't do that, Daddy George. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he might burn it right on the spot, as Morgan said. As she's over there chowing Donna and her Chipotle. Just get on the mic. Who cares if you? No, no, no. I don't. Cold. We don't want all that noise on the mic. It's asthma. She's no. We don't want that. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that at all. Um, but fl- on the flip side, we're gonna talk about baseball and how. Oh, guys! I feel like we kind of <laughs> we we kind of got to baseball. No, we we still gotta talk about it because I really didn't get to dig into how bad how bad it truly is. I saw it firsthand. I was there live tweeting for the Jam Bar. I'm gonna wind you up, let you go. So make sure you, uh, like I said, I was there live tweeting at the Jam Bar's Twitter account. So make sure you go follow the uh, Twitter, the Jam Bar account at the Jam Bar at the Jam Bar. Um, and man, I don't know, I don't know how bad they can really get, or how um how worse it can get from here because it's bad. Glenn Blaze, one Wait. of Flip it. Blaze Glenn. I mean, sorry, I always thought the other way around. Glenn sounds more like a first name, and Blaze is the last name. But Blaze Glenn had a terrible time. Absolute terrible. He's supposed to be one of the best players on this team. He lets by uh, three ground balls down the third base line. Doesn't dive. Three. Three of them. He just kind of watches it go down. I don't know if he, I don't know if his like, washing machine's broken that he didn't want to get his jersey dirty. But the balls rolled by him. Guy, he hasn't he hasn't hit anything since I don't even know when the last time he had a hit. Based off one of the SIDs, he is one of twenty six on the season. One of twenty six. Yes, one hit. It's bad. It's oh, real bad. He went into the season like fiftieth ranked college hitter too. I know. Yikes. It is. It's not good. No, I. And listen, I wish I could tell you something good <laughs> about him, because honestly, I'm a bit of a homer when it comes to YSU stuff. But listen, it's bad. I left the game and I was ready for a nap because it was exhausting to watch. Yeah, you were you were texting me. I'm, I'm like, this I'm is... trying to get some rest. He's texting me like, oh, it's so bad. I'm like, it was bad. Listen, our pitcher threw three innings through seventy pitches. Just to, yes, the YSU's pitcher, 70 pitches through three innings, and they had to sit them. Their own pitcher, their pitcher, Oakland's pitcher, threw, he pitched the entire game, he threw 99 pitches. a little Actually, a little over 100, the whole game. Through three innings, that's just a lack of defense. The pitching isn't able to get out, get outs. He's pitching yeah. for his life. Very suspect defense. It's not good, dude. It's not good. And like I said in the open, they had 13 hits. Oakland did. Wyshu had three, and they got one towards the end of the game, which is more basically like a gimme. But it was also an. Uh, uh, they shut them out. Oakland, uh, Oakland shut out Wyshu eight to nothing, and um, Wyshu's record is two and twenty on the season. They lost to one of the worst teams in the Horizon League in Oakland. And they lost. They won one game on Saturday. Uh, part of the doubleheader on Saturday. They lost. They I mean they won the first one six five. They lost the uh, second one in extra innings, um, seven to five. And then, like I was mentioning, the game on Sunday eight to nothing. They lost. So it's just it's just not good if you're a Penguins baseball fan. They say baseball is a game of failures, and there's a lot of them. There's a there, lot happening. There have been a bit. Yeah, and that's that's just on the surface. I can dig and probably give you a bunch of facts and numbers to show how really bad they are. But just watching them, it's well, bad. Until they start tracking like war and 
more advanced baseball stats. Yeah. It's just not good. So, on the more ha- on a happy note, we were talking about YSU football because I love football, and Chad Zallo loves football too, and he wants to play. The fastest man on campus ran a forty time, a four point two five, a forty time of four two four point two five. That's ridiculous. Every single wide receiver at the combine is sweating bullets. Yeah. And he caught passes. There's some video. Of, uh, there's some video of him running like deep routes over the shoulder catches, just snagging them. Are they, are they going to slide him in a slot receiver? I don't know. Is that I mean, if he plays, is that the, is that the goal? I don't know. Because I, I mean, I understand. Like, oh, he's, they're going to have him like uh, returning kicks and punts. I I get that. I mean, if they slot him in at slot receiver, yeah, the idea is solid. I like. Oh, oh yeah. On paper, I love the idea I'm, of Yshu having I, a talent like that. At the position, a weapon, not and even a talent, a weapon. Multi-sport athletes. Still. Oh yeah. Listen, still the move. If if uh, Chad Zello really wanted to go like be serious as a uh, football player and a track star, he wouldn't be the first one to do it. Daryl Green, one of the fa- like the fastest men alive at the time, was a kick returner and uh, a corner for the Redskins his entire career, and also a track star. It went to the Olympics and everything. But to, to give you an idea, the, fa- the 40 time ran by Chad Dello isn't even the fastest time recorded for a 40. In the NFL Combine, um, John Ross ran a 4.22 40 time. That's the fastest, right above Chad Johnson, who had a he had a pretty solid number two. I believe it was actually the same as Chad Dello. Does he still have any NCAA eligibility left? Who? Chad Johnson? <laughs> I don't think Chris be- Chris Johnson. I'm sorry, Chris Johnson. Oh. Oh yeah, CJ two K, whatever yeah. his, whatever his nickname was. But boy, Chad Zallo, could you imagine him being a kick returner? Uh, I, I think that I, I can. That would be. I would love it. He's very fast. He's very fast. That's a, like an understatement. I feel he's he's very fast. He's very fast. <laughs> but I would I would love to see this guy in the Olympics doing something. Speaking actually speaking of Olympics, um, guess who saw him running that forty time? People from the Olympics. Tyson Gay. Not oh. just the Olympics, like one of the greatest runners. The, the Olympics song. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyson Gay, who actually came to the campus and everything, which we met, we we managed to miss. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, no, nobody told us. Yeah, we had no idea. I think they're trying to keep it that way. Yeah, they they don't like us. I don't think. No, I don't know how. I don't know how they couldn't like us. They We're, don't. They need to come on the pod. Yeah, that's right. We need um, to get we need to get Chad Zalo on the pod. No, get sports on the pod. Reach out to Chad Zalo. I did add him in the tweet this morning about the show. So, and he liked it. So he he knows what he knows this exists. So maybe we can get him on the on the pod. And then he went back to sleep. And then, <laughs> and then he went back to sleep. Um, but hey, you never know what could happen. Um, anything to add about Chad Zello? No, I just he I he's fast. Okay, Morgan Petronelli is finally done with her Chipotle. Not a sponsor. I'm not done, but I'm gonna eat. Oh, she has she has um, something to say about Chad. Um, no, I went to, I went to middle school with Chad. I ran with Hal at Hallen. I ran with him. I did track, and um. He transferred to JFK, one yeah. JFK, you know, and he's, he was amazing there, you know, because they were able to develop his talent there when there's less people around. They can just develop, develop it individually. And just to put, put it in perspective for you guys, he won um, the Division Three, I believe, st- state track championship with two guys, two people, Jeez. him and uh, Jake Coates, I think. 
Chicken. You're right. You're yep. right. Who's who's also on the YSU football yep. team? Mm-hmm. And that is honestly crazy. Two people, because you know it's, when it's you win, when you place, points. you get so many points. So first place is ten points, and to win, you know what they place first and second in all the events that they competed in. Yeah, they qualified for, and the fact that they won that championship with two people crazy and you know they're going for great things you know and chad was a football star in high school but that wasn't his primary sport yeah personally i think he's you're able to get it's more easily attainable to be in the nfl than it is to be a track star because you have to you know be sponsored how you make your money is by racing and how you place but what pays you is your sponsorships Oh, yeah. You know, so if you don't do well and you're not like a Nike sponsored athlete or anything, you're yeah. not making money. Yep. You know, and the only time you're ever really going to make the big bucks is after the Olympics when you get all those brand dealerships. So personally, I think more money is in the NFL. The problem is, is, is he big enough and is he tall enough to, you know, withstand college football at this point? You know, last time he played was in high school. Yeah, he really doesn't have the body. Yeah, he's, he's muscular. JFK, which. For JFK, yeah. Division Three school, don't get me wrong. No, Division Seven. Was it Division they're, Seven? Div- in football, they're Division they've, Seven. Oh, Lord. Yeah, they've, they've Track dropped. is Division Three. Yeah, they've dropped a lot uh, division-wise in football. I know, but- I know Hallen used to be, uh, me and Brian are uh, <laughs> high school rivals. And uh, <laughs> from Warren, I'm from Hallen. And uh, I remember at one point we were in the same division. Well, and then we dropped down to what division? We might uh, be division. Howland is now division three. Yeah, Harding I believe is so. Two. When I was in school, it was division one, and then it went down to no. What was it? <laughs> no. Division two. You guys were division two, and then you dropped, and then Harding dropped. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, listen, the guy's body, <laughs> his body isn't like built for football. He's not that big of a guy to be playing, uh, be playing football. I just hope he doesn't get hit. I mean, and then he's Drake Cohen. Yeah, I guess. I mean. I mean, I, I do agree, but a, everything you can say about him not being big enough has been disproven time after time. But I do yeah. agree. The only thing, I, the only thing I would have to say, I don't want him to get a bad hit in playing football, and then he's done doing everything. Because that's that's all it takes. It takes one bad hit. I mean, you can say that about anything for any football player. It just takes one bad hit. I mean, that's why I kind of. But he's re- one. He's one tour ACL away, one up Keeley's pop something. In football, that's why I recommend that if you're a multi-sport athlete, you 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 play it you safe. Don't play football. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's kind of why I think football will be a niche sport in 30, 40 years. Yeah, it's, no, it's definitely going to drop off. I, I I feel it happening. I mean, and, the, oh, it already is. Yeah, the NBA I think is sl- not slowly, but it's, it has been slowly, but it's rapidly taking over at number one. I think NBA basketball and until like the Super Bowl and then the TV ratings come out. But listen, it's one event. Oh, I know. I agree. It's one event. No, uh, soccer is going to grow, and I'm here for that. Soccer's never going to grow. Soccer's Don't even gr- soccer's already growing. Soccer will never be anywhere close to where the NFL or basketball is. Give it thirty years. It's not. It's give, not. Give it the time, man. It's not going to happen. This country is built on the hatred of soccer. No, well, I think it's built on a lot. In of my other sports things. history class, we did a thing. We were talking about how this. The hatred of uh, soccer has started from the, almost the very beginning of sports in America. The hatred of soccer. There was a um, a form, a group. Of, it was like the world's, not the actual Olympics, but like when America was like in their reign of terror, basically, and snagging up countries. Um, 
they did a thing that was kind of like a world a world Imagine sport a country. Yeah, oh yeah. No, like I'm talking like the 1800s or whatever. Just going over the 1800s wouldn't we were Would you be referring to manifest destiny? <laughs> no, let me let me finish. <laughs> or now Let me or... finish. They're <laughs> they're going to like all the smaller uh islands and stuff and they're trying to play uh football with them, like actual football, like American football. And they just weren't having it. The other countries were like, let's play soccer. We're like, we're not playing soccer. And like America's big head in this. Like, we're not playing your sports. You're here to play our sports. Yeah, and that's... Exactly. And it's listen, it's been our hatred for soccer has started all the way from back then. It's just how it happens. And it, it, we're, we're, we will forever hate soccer until it's World Cup time. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll care. We'll care. And then we'll care. I like soccer. Yeah, I. I would rather watch soccer at this point than Mm-mm. regular football. Well, right now I'm going to make you suffer because we're going to talk some football. Oh, I have no problem with that. Uh, I, li- I like football. I just prefer soccer. Ah, no. God bless you, Ryan. God bless you. <laughs> so breaking news from Sunday night, uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, Rob Gronkowski retires from the NFL after nine seasons. Uh, the Gronk. I can finally like him now. You can finally. He doesn't play. He doesn't play for the Patriots anymore. I can, His, I can finally say that I love Gronk, and I don't have to feel guilty. I've always liked Gronk, even when I he have was too, playing. But I felt dirty. You feel like you can actually say it and then yeah. not get ridiculed? No, I feel like I I cannot hate myself for saying that I like Gronk. I get it. I get you. But like the, he had an outstanding career. In 115 games that he played, he had 80 touchdowns. Oh no, he he's he's the best at if, his position of all time. If you break that down, he's averaging more. Actually, that we're I'm actually I'll say the actual number. He averaged 0.69 touchdowns nice. per game. Nice. I think he retired just for that number, for that stat to be alive. Um, cause oh, he, cause he loves wild. that. He loves that number. That's his favorite he number. He loves he's 69. On, he's on a record saying that his, that's one of his favorite numbers. There's a nice. little kid one time. Nice. There's a little kid. Well, this is one of my favorite stories about him. Well, there's a little kid that interviewed him during the Super Bowl presser. And the little kid's like, Hey, why do you like the number 69? A little kid, a little kid. He's like, it's just a cool number, man. <laughs> it is. A, it is. It is a cool number. That's. <laughs> It's a good number. I like it. That's oh. why I was born in 1996. Yeah. So you just flip it around. Yeah, I, I know. Like if it. I, I was supposed to be born in 1995, but I was like, you know what? No. No, nah, I'm gonna wait. I can just flip it. <laughs> it could be 69. It'll be cool. So I'm a cool guy. That's what cool cool guys do. Yeah. Uh, a really big question about his career. Do you think that he's a first uh, first ballot Hall Absolutely. of Famer? He's really. The, he's the greatest tight end of all time. I don't know if he's first ballot though. He, I think a, I think they made him wait a year. He if. That's a joke if they make him wait. You you have to be with me on this one. No, listen, I'm with you. I think that's what's going to happen. I think he could be first ballot, but I and think they'll hold him over. he played for the Patriots during their dynasty. Nah. I mean, that has a lot to do with it, whether we like it or not. That's true. And But I don't think – I just don't think he gets in. The Hall of Fame committee will put him in. He didn't play for the Broncos, so the Hall of Fame committee will Ooh. put him in first ballot. Bang, bang, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> But he's, he had a fantastic career, honestly. A fantastic career from, the, from one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Um, Antonio Gates is one of my favorite tight ends of yeah. all time. And uh, I th- he's he's a stud. He is. That's if, what, he's I th- He is the greatest tight end of all time. Gronk is like top three, top five for me, though. I'm just saying. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. What, I, I think lowest would be number two. Yeah. 
I can see it. I don't think he, I just don't think he had the longevity. I mean, as much as I love, and nine years. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, it's, not like, it's not like we're talking like Terrell Davis, who or Walter Payton. Yeah, Terrell, Devi, Terrell Davis, who even got into the Hall of Fame yeah, with a short I mean, career. Yeah, and he should have been in sooner if looking at numbers. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think a short career matters. I mean, Barry Sanders had a very short career, and he's arguably the best running back of all time. How about Bo Jackson? Bo Jackson's not in. Bo Jackson should be in. If anything, he had just, a short season as if, well. If anything, just for his cultural impact. I agree. He changed. He changed. He changed sports. I agree. But back to back to Rob Gronkowski real quick though. Um, back to the also the whole longevity thing. He had he did play like nine season nine seasons, but he had two seasons where he's basically out. So it's only like seven seasons that he's played. Um, like I said, he was, he's only played 115 games. And Is he's, that counting playoffs? That's counting playoffs. That's it. He just barely won over 100 games. In I don't his know. That, that's enough to build up a good sample size, though. But the the glaring number for me, though, for Rob Gronkowski, is his average catch, his average yards per catch. In every season, he's over 10 yards per catch, over. So, and his very first year, he had 13 yards per and that's catch. That's Tom Brady's main target, too. Yeah, 13 yards, 14, 14, 15, 13, 16, 20. 21 he's, yards per catch in 2016, 15, and then 14 yards per catch. I mean, like, he's... That's ridiculous. That is an amazing stat. I saw that. I'm like, that's that's not he's right. he's a specimen. Yeah. He's he's built like a truck. And that's why. And also, he's so big, people just used to put the wood on him. That's what ended his career so short. Oh, yeah. He just, he, he's like, listen, guys, I can't take that beating. I can't. No. And <clears throat> he's just a big, cool guy. He's like a big, dumb baby. Yeah. That you'd want to hang out with, you'd want to have yeah. a beer with Gronk. Yeah, let's let's be real. We're not. He's not going to go in the hibernation. He's still going to be around. He'll oh be no, commercial. He, he's going to be in movies and commercials. He's going to. And... My brother said it yesterday. He's gonna, he's going to be the uh, NFL's equivalent to Shaq. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, he's going to be in all the commercials. Everybody likes Shaq. Yeah, everybody what, loves Gronk. Yeah, who doesn't like Shaq? Exactly. My mom maybe Magic hasn't fan. hasn't watched a game of basketball probably in years. Orlando Magic fans still may not. That's about it. Still love Shaq. Yeah. Well, Shaq's, Shaq's a fantastic yeah. person. I like him more than Charles Barkley, honestly. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Barkley. Ugh. Ridiculous. Um, well, I was going to say something else about Gronk. Do you think he gets, like, movie roles oh, in retirement? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's a commercial guy only. I, uh, what, what, today's March 25th. He retired yesterday. A <laughs> uh, movie comes out in three in three months, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Summer blockbuster <laughs> coming in starring Gronk. It's going to be like Uncle Drew, yeah. but with Gronk. Yeah. Uncle Gronk? Uncle Drunk. <laughs> Drunk. Uh, I was listening to Dan Patchy this morning, like I, like I normally do, and he brought up a kind of a fun point. He's like, Rob Gronkowski is like the only guy that really have like a hall pass for the um, – for the for the for the Patriots, basically, the guy can go out and party, take his shirt off, and that's about it. That's all he does. He's like Dan Patrick also said. He's like he he's not going to do anything bad. No, I mean let, let's extend that hall pass theory though, because it's not just he can go out and party. He's the only Patriot that people that hate the Patriots like. Like, yeah, he's no, a fan. He's that, an NFL fan hall pass. That's what player. I mean. Like Gronk has that special power that not many people have that they can get away with. Just about like just because they're them, yeah, and that's power. That's something that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, we I, we love Gronk. Gronk's a good guy. Gronk, come on the pod. <laughs> You're retired now. He doesn't have anything else to do. He's, he'll come to Youngstown eventually. Exactly. He needs to come on the pod. <laughs> uh, 
I'll still be here in 30 years when he's giving yeah. speeches. Let's make it work. <laughs> uh, Dan Patrick also said he was like, back to the whole hall pass theory thing. Um, he, got, he can go out and do whatever he wants, not get in trouble for it, compared to one of his other teammates who literally killed a man. But Hernandez. Um, <laughs> I had, See, Aaron Hernandez also had a hall pass. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just of a different but kind. He's like, he can go out and do stuff, just take his shirt off, have a party, and then he'll be there in time for game time, and he was going to perform. It's just, it's completely different for his other teammate. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I love Gronk. He's one of my favorites. Like I said, everybody loves Gronk. <laughs> so, we're going to talk a little, would you rather talk NBA or do you want to talk some March Madness? Cause we can, can we talk about, about how UCF got robbed? Ooh, I'm down for that. I'm down for this conversation. So, I mean, you don't want penalties to the side of the game, but you saw. I don't think it was that bad. Everybody else was like, I, "It was bad calling." I don't. Th- I don't think it was that bad. I mean, that was really it. That was really the only like super bad thing I saw. But I mean, we let's be honest. We all know the NCAA was sweating bullets when they saw UCF up that late. Like, the NCAA was very nervous about that outcome. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm pulling up the stats in there for this uh, Duke-UCF game. Aubrey Dawkins had 32 points, son of the head coach. Also, the head coach for uh, for Duke is a former player with uh, of Mike Krzyzewski's, like first year at Duke. One of the greatest Duke players of all time. His number is actually retired at Duke. Hmm. And yeah. it's just very uh, extremely emotional um, UCF team post game, kind of that whole thing. All these guys really played their hearts out. Um, Taco Falls, a seven six center, had fifteen points and six rebounds. Do you see the picture of him standing beside Zion? Oh yeah, it's it's uh, Zion's son. I mean, that's that's Taco Falls' uh, yeah it's son. His son. Yeah. Like, Did you see the picture of him standing next to Michelle, the one uh, lady? Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, she's an actual sports reporter. She is literally her know- head. Her head is at his waist. Oh, yeah. It didn't even occur to me that that was the guy from UCF when I saw that photo. Oh, my goodness. He's a giant. He's an actual giant. But, yeah, Taco Fall and uh, Aubrey Dawkins both balled out. I mean, uh, Aubrey Dawkins played the entire game 40 minutes and had 32 points, four assists, and three rebounds. Falls had six rebounds, 15 points. And then on the Duke side of things, I mean... Zion Williamson. What else can you say that hasn't been said about this guy? Also played 40 minutes, 32 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Um, he's been slowly developing like a oh, Magic no. Johnson quality to him. waiting for his shoes to explode again. It's not going to happen. It's he's not- wearing those Kyries. Those Kyries are made for like preschoolers. They are indestructible. <laughs> yeah, It's true. They look like a kid's shoe to me. And I don't think they're actually Zion like has shoes. that gronk factor. Everybody likes Zion. It's true. Duke is a hateable team and no, everybody loves them. That's what I mean. Like... I've seen people that like can't stand Duke. Like, oh yeah, yeah I, I want Duke to win. And I was like, why would you want Duke to win? Everybody, you're, if you're not a Duke fan, you hate Duke. This is the very and first, the explanation was Zion. This and is the very first lovable Duke team of all time. I wouldn't say team. I, I would say Zion and RJ Barrett's cool. <laughs> and but, Cam Reddish. Two people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all three of those guys. Three of the starting five are likable dudes. And Trey Jones. Trey Jones didn't have a have a bad of a game either. Honestly, know what it is? Duke is known for the really big white guy that everybody hates because he tra- he plays trashy, and that guy doesn't exist on this year's team. So th- that's why they're not hateable. Honestly, if you're going to call somebody, it- somebody that isn't named Grayson, that is uh, like, or Leitner, or Leitner, <laughs> yeah, or uh, Reddick. 
Dude, J- hey, J.J. Reddick's cool now. He is cool now. He's cool in the NBA. Yeah. Zion Williamson, 32 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Cam Reddish, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. And another, Trey Jones, who, like I said, played 40 minutes, uh, 11 points, 4 assists, and 3 rebounds. And honestly, Duke balled out. They, I think they did play better than UCF. But uh, some people would say otherwise. Did you see uh, the Tennessee-Iowa game by any chance? I caught a little bit. I was at the baseball baseball game at the time. I had it on. I had, the audio was off, so I really was listening to what the commentator said. But that was a very interesting game. It was. Went to overtime. And uh, let me try to find it. I pull it up. That uh, Admiral Schofield from Tennessee is somebody that I, as a Hornets fan, would be interested in seeing them pick up. Just watching that little bit of him play, he stood out to me. And I was like, oh, hmm. And I know he's expected to get drafted somewhere in the mid-second round. Who Ad- Admiral, Admiral Schofield? Schofield. So he had, um, in the game he had nineteen points. Five. Nineteen five. Where do you see five? Five rebounds. I'm looking at the stat line right now. I see three. The score has five. Mm. Nineteen we've, points. We've had number problem. Yeah, number problems today. Are you sure it wasn't whoever G Williams is? Because he has five. No, G Williams has seven. What am I looking at? Obviously, not the right, not the truth. Apparently, yeah. So yeah, Admiral Schofield, nineteen five two steals. I'm a go. I'm a, I'm a re- re- defer to you on the on the stats for this one because I can't find it the right ones. But I listen. You're a crapping on Virginia. They for the they, long, they they actually won. They won twice, my dude. They actually beat Oklahoma. I'm. <laughs> and they beat them. They beat them good. Yeah, they beat them. Sixty three fifty one. I'm. Are you shocked? I was, I was wrong. Like you're I said, your place. When, I'm, when I'm wrong, we have to end the podcast. Like, play the music. <laughs> so now I am wrong twice on Virginia. And I'm conflicted this next game against Oregon because I think or- the Ducks are a sneaky mm. good team. They are not a 12 seed team. They deserve no. to be top five. Honestly, they they deserve to be five or ooh, above seed. Ooh, that's a hot one. No, no, no. It's I, the truth. Listen, they got I don't, crapped on. I don't, they won the Pac-12 and you're a 12 seed? I don't disagree entirely, but that is a hot one. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I would put them more around the six or seven end of things. Well, I mean, for reference, Ohio State got an eleven seed. But Ohio State's not good. Ohio, exactly. Ohio State. They're garbage. Ohio State is not good. And at Oregon all. is a twelve. Don't Ohio State. Ohio, Ohio State is not good at all. Ohio State's an eleven seed, and Oregon is a twelve. School, okay. Yeah, what's that like, not being a basketball school? Hmm, let's ask YSU people. Let's, let's ask OSU football. <laughs> Nobody cares about them. Yeah. Not right now. But <laughs> I, this it really has been kind of an – I wouldn't say it's your stereotypical March Madness with all these upsets and stuff. I mean, there's really no, like, Loyola Chicago going off right now. There's no real dramatic team. No, there's no mid-major that's no. going crazy, which – Which is the best part. Which, yeah, exactly. And all really all the mid-majors have been cut down. Buffalo lost by 20, Liberty lost, and UC Irvine lost to Oregon. Right now, Oregon is that team that's still left. And they they shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're a team that, like, really doesn't count in that. Okay, they're the only seed below a five that is still left. I know. And like I said, they deserve to be a five. Oh, yeah. They they deserve to be higher up, no doubt. Like, they're the, yeah. The second lowest seed would be Auburn. As a five seed. Yep. And they're facing North Carolina on Friday. Yeah. It's very interesting. Back, uh, 
since Morgan is here, I'm going to bring out the fact that the three of us and Ryan Pesolowski have a bracket thing going on. Yeah. Last time I last time Don't I checked, which, which not, was let's not talk about that. <laughs> no, which, we're, oh, no, it's happening. We're, it's happening, honey. It's uh, already happening. We're not going to talk since about this. Last time I checked was like Friday, and Ryan Pesolowski had only four wrong games, and all three of us had seven. Listen, I'm pretty proud of myself. As That's a, good. Like, as a person who does High not five. closely follow Any, college basketball, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, anybody can fill out a bracket. Oh, honestly, yeah. that's that's the fun of it. Is when people that don't normally watch basketball. I mean, I was that person. I want to know Brady's. Oh, well, I think did Brady actually make a bracket? Oh yeah, no. Oh, he made a bracket. So our web manager Brady, <laughs> this is um, a good story. I love did it. Did this? Did the bracket the fun way? Filled out in who would win in a fight. And surprisingly enough... With mascots. Yeah, with mascots. Yeah. Who would win in a fight between the mascots? And we got into like... Like, like nature mascots. Like they, know, He broke down the mascots to like the base, their most basic form. Oh, yeah. And fought. And their powers. Like, yeah. And he has a very good shot of winning the whole thing because <laughs> he has Duke winning the title. Because he's a devil. He, I think he's the only one that has Duke winning. Listen, I have Michigan. I, I also, Michigan. I also have Michigan but winning. But I think this might be their year. You know, it'd be mm. kind of cool. I should I should bet against Michigan. I've been watching them for twenty three years. Know by now. I should know. I should learn my lesson. I don't know how many times they have so to teach close, me this lesson. The only close enough. the yeah. only game I thought Duke would lose was UCF, and they squeaked it out. And that's it. I don't think it's the last time they'll lose. I I don't know. I I think I think Michigan can get by them. I picked Michigan to get by them, just on just on matchups. I just don't. I don't think they're they're gonna lose. I mean, the rest of the way. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it happens. Right now, here, they have Virginia Tech on Friday, and then they'll face the winner of LSU and Michigan State. So, I have LSU winning that one between LSU and Duke, or LSU. No, and LSU Mich- and Michigan State. Oh no, I do too. Okay. No, I Michigan. I I don't think Michigan State's as good as they are. I think they're a very good team. Yeah, I don't think they're that. But good. I don't think they were good enough to beat Michigan three times like they did. Yeah. I think it was more of Michigan lost those rather than Michigan State winning them. Especially the most recent one. Yeah. Michigan played like Dukey. <laughs> Is that a pun? Uh no. They just they just played like Duke. Uh like poop. Yeah, I, I, I get you. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Like feces. All right, That's so they played. Before we wrap things up, does anybody want to add anything else on onto anything that we've really talked about today? Go Bucks! No, that's um, not going to happen. No, they're they're dead. Houston I, killed them. I know, <laughs> but listen, it's okay though because I have Houston going forward anyway, so my bracket's still decent. Yeah, but we both had Ohio State getting tossed in the first round. So. Listen, I had Seton going to the Elite Eight, and that was eight. I had major I had mistake. Kansas State going to the Elite Eight, <laughs> and then I had She Webb making it pretty far too. I had Marquette. Okay, and Marquette. Oh, Marquette. They freaked me over, man. Yeah, they they dropped they dropped one against they dropped and they got slaughtered too. Yeah, they Oof. did. It was bad. John Morant, Ugh. and then he lost in this next round. I know that hurts. Ugh. It was depressing. That hurts. Um, so draft John Morant if you're. Li- I know you're listening, Michael Jordan, <laughs> um, Mitch Kupchak, GM of the Charlotte Hornets. I know you're listening to uh, to me. Yeah, your long suffering you. fan. Um, trade up for John Morant because. We all know Kemba Walker's walking after the season. It's true. He he gone. He gone. He gone. He gone. So uh draft John Morant. Yep. And Admiral Schofield. So I think that's gonna do it for today's show. This is a pretty solid show. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty You're good. Welcome everyone. for my presence. Absolutely. Yeah, you made the show so much better. With my Chipotle in, ass instead of a, in the back. Instead of a four, it was a, about a six. <laughs> wow, thanks. 
So uh, that's that's going to do it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is the Eagle Review. Brent Bigelow, Brian Yager, Morgan Petronelli, whenever she feels like coming in. And uh, make sure you don't make sure you listen to the Jamcast on Friday. Um, it's going to be a good one. And make sure you read the paper. The paper. And uh, yeah, absolutely read the paper. That's that's the most important thing about everything. Out of everything. And uh, don't forget, journalism matters. And we will see you. Well, you listen to us next Monday, one to one to two and two to three for political wins. And go sports. Catch you guys later.